be really different next year. I'm John Doman. The House late tonight has voted to revive a ban on semi-automatic guns. The Cardinals in town tonight to start their three-game series with the Nats. This week brought President Biden some legislative wins. We'll talk with Yamish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. At least 16 people have died and homes and businesses have been destroyed in Kentucky flooding. The Weather Channel meteorologist... In parts of southeastern Kentucky began to recede. The extent of the damage became clearer. Right now it's looking like we're not going to be able to save it. Entire towns have been flooded, roads destroyed, and major infrastructure, power, water, and cell phone service wiped out. There's nothing really that you can do, but, you know, we're just glad that we got out. Crews have already rescued nearly 300 people, and many more are still unaccounted for. Top diplomats from the U.S. and Russia spoke for the first time since the start of the Ukraine war in an effort to free two American detainees in Russia. CBS's Catherine Herridge reports. In Washington, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken told reporters he urged Russia's foreign minister in strong terms to make a deal that would bring home two Americans detained there. We had a frank and direct conversation. I pressed the Kremlin to accept the substantial proposal. Blinken made no mention of a potential and controversial prisoner swap. Former Marine Paul Whelan, who was arrested in 2018 on espionage charges, and WNBA star Brittany Griner, who recently pleaded guilty to bringing cannabis-derived oil cartridges into Russia by accident. In exchange, the notorious arms dealer Victor Boot, known as the Merchant of Death, a lot of folks are hoping that tonight is their chance to become $1.2 billion richer. The Chicagoan and what she'd do if she wins the Mega Millions jackpot. I'd like to do something to help people, and I would take care of my church. So that is the first thing I would do. There are 5,100 cases of monkeypox in the U.S., according to the CDC, and many of them are in New York and San Francisco. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre pushes back on claims that the administration isn't doing enough. We've increased uh, our testing as, as well, uh, and so we're very we're laser-focused. We're going to get more vaccines out to the population across the country. A group of 9-11 survivors and families have protested against this weekend's Saudi-funded Live Golf League's tournament at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey. The group has called out former President Trump and the golfers. Juliet Scalso lost a parent on 9-11. You aren't just playing golf. You're taking a political stance. You're taking a stand that you agree with the actions of Saudi Arabia, or just as bad, that you're so incredibly greedy and callous that you really don't care about these atrocities. Unprecedented profit for major oil drillers as prices soared. Exxon and Chevron have both reported record profits in the second quarter. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 9.03, Friday, July 29th, 2022, the low tonight, 71. The top local stories we're following this hour, an update now on the woman accused of shooting her husband inside of a D.C. hotel. Police say it was over accusations he molested children at her Maryland daycare. The case is now going to trial and a judge has denied bail. 
conference is August 9th. Her husband, James Weems Jr., remains in custody in Washington, D.C. He'll be appearing before a Baltimore County court next week. He's been charged with sexually abusing at least three children at the daycare center in Owings Mills. Shinteri shot her husband last week after getting messages about those allegations at the Mandarin Oriental in Southwest, police say. Her lawyer says it was self-defense. According to court documents, police found two handguns and a notebook at the hotel where she wrote messages saying she intended to shoot but not kill her husband and, quote, I want these kids to get justice. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. New tonight, school board members from Arlington, Fairfax, and Stafford counties, as well as Falls Church City, are among those that have signed on to an amicus brief in support of transgender students in Virginia schools. The brief was filed by Equity Virginia and 35 other people or groups. It asked the Supreme Court of Virginia to uphold a lower court's dismissal of a lawsuit filed by a former teacher in West Point, Virginia. The Virginia Mercury reports former high school French teacher Peter Vlaming refused to use male pronouns to address a student who had recently undergone a gender transition and legal name change. He was fired, but then sued the West Point School District for $1 million. Alexandria School Board has agreed to require school employees to be vaccinated for COVID-19 ahead of the upcoming school year. Staffers who satisfactorily establish a religious or medical exemption can forego the requirement but will have to be tested weekly. The school system says employees who decline vaccinations might be required to take leave without pay or be fired. Also yesterday, Alexandria School Board appointed Melanie K. Wyatt to be the new interim superintendent, effective September 1st. K. Wyatt is currently chief of human resources. She'll be the school system's second black female interim superintendent. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. The votes have all been counted in Prince George's County, and we've learned nearly half of the county council will be made up of new members. Only one incumbent was defeated. Crystal Oriata trounced Rodney Streeter in District 7 after losing to him by 31 votes in a crowded primary in 2018. It's dominant. In a primary race, she beat an incumbent. That says a lot. She also becomes the first openly gay member of the county council. Other newly elected members include Juanika Fisher in District 2, Eric Olson in District 3, Ingrid Harrison in District 4, and Walla Blagay in District 6. William Ford with the Washington Informer says the progressive activist wing of the council just got bigger, which will impact leadership races. As a council chair, you get to pretty much set the, set, set the agenda. John Dome in WTOP News. The top health officials in Prince George's County is stepping down. Dr. Ernest Carter has been at the Post since December 2019 and has led the county pandemic response. It's the latest such resignation locally. D.C.'s health director officially stepped down today. And Montgomery County has been without a health officer for nearly a year after he resigned following a torrent of abuse. WTOP has reached out to Prince George's County for an explanation of why Dr. Carter stepping down will update you when we get a response. And coming up two legislative wins for President Biden in Congress. It's 907. Celebrate 92 years of appliance savings at the Bray & Scarf Anniversary Sale. Going on now with next day and two day delivery on our most popular appliances. 
Get a GE 5 cubic foot smart.